everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Unscripted Playbook with myself, Jonathan Petridis, and BJ Charles. Beach, I'm going to open up with a couple little loose items. Are you good with that? I'm good with it. Amazing. Okay. So instead of doing a three topics, I'm going to do two this week, and we might be doing that moving forward because we're noticing that there's a lot of carryover from previous episodes. So a couple very, very, very quick things I'm going to bring up are Beach made the comment of I'm married to a child. Last week, uh, referencing his wife being into kids' movies, I just wanted to clear the air that he's not, in fact, married to a child. It's probably something that a sentence that we just want to correct. He is married to a beautiful 27 year old woman. <laughs> you can tell her I said that too, Beach. <laughs> She'll love that. Who likes kids' movies. Mm-hmm. Also, I said that pending LeBron getting an injury, the Lakers will do a great job and make it very far. And what is it? Maybe five days later, he has incurred a high ankle sprain, which will take him out for several weeks. And Beach, correct me if I'm wrong, is Davis still out? He is still out, yeah. So they're going to be without their two most important players for maybe another two weeks. Could be it's longer. Big. That's big news. So the Lakers could mm-hmm. be a topic in the near future when we see them start to slide because there's no way they can keep up what they're doing without those two stars. Um, and then to kind of hopefully finish off the previous week's topic of field goal kicking slash long snapper. I did some research on this beach. The placeholder who holds the field goal kicks is in fact a repurposed roster spot. They will never hire someone specifically for that role. It is usually a practice squad individual or someone who plays elsewhere on the team. Secondly, long snapper used to be such an easy position that they didn't even bother getting somebody. They would just ask anyone else to do it. But as time has passed, they've decided that it is an important enough spot to specifically seek out that talent and actually draft for that position, believe it or not. I thought you'd find that pretty interesting. They have to snap the ball 15 yards for a punt. And you may not have known this. They also are the snappers for the extra points and the field goals. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. Okay. So is that job easier than kicking the field goal itself? Yes. You'd rather be the long snapper slash field goal snapper slash extra point snapper. Well, I'm guaranteed to have a job longer. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. And I'm going to agree with you on that one. So I think we can say kicking a field goal is not the easiest position. It is the long snapper. Correct. Now, the highest paid long snapper right now is a gentleman by the name of Luke Rhodes. And he's currently being paid $1.2 million. That's a lot of money to just snap the ball. No kidding. So we have a new winner. That is your easiest job on the football squad. Wow. Now, take into account, he's also a linebacker. Interesting, (laughs) eh? Okay, question for you. Mm -hmm. How many snaps has he played at linebacker? Well, he was technically brought on at the backup inside linebacker spot. (laughs) I think he decided. I think he had the answer to your question. (laughs) Zero. (laughs) So he is currently on a four-year, $4.85 million contract with the Colts, signed a year and a half ago, and he's guaranteed to make $1.25 million to snap a ball 15 yards. Now, something cool is that they have to get the ball there in less than one second. Sure. They have to, the, a good punt snap should hit the target, which is the punter's hands at the abdomen or waistline between 0.65 and 0.75 seconds with a tight spiral for easy for easy handling. Okay. I'm uh, just 2 seconds. 
there's a lot of people that can do that job. Okay. Yep. I, I played a, a season of touch football for most of the season. We didn't have a snapper. Okay, we well, you playing at what? No, no. Down? Okay. But let me explain. Let me explain. So for most of the season, we didn't have a snapper because we didn't think it was important. We're like, anyone can snap. This will be fine. Because we're about the quarterback, which I was playing. We were. It's about 15 yards back because you have a rusher and they can just direct, take a straight line to you. And they're there within two seconds. And they say here that you want the punter is usually 13 to 15 yards away. Okay. So... We were like, it was a disadvantage because instead of having three or four seconds to, to throw the ball, I had maybe two seconds to throw the ball. Then we ended up getting a long snapper because I can't remember what it was, but we were either short and we needed somebody and an sna- a, a actual snapper who had been playing in that league for years volunteered to play for us. And it was night and day. The ball was in my hands like that. So and what are you saying? So are you saying easier. this is actually harder than field goal kicking? No. Or are you still saying it's easier? It's easier. And there are people in Ottawa who are playing men's rec league touch football that could do that job. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Um, now it says the position of long snapper was not always a solid position. Until 20 years ago, the position was usually filled by a random player or lineman who was not getting playing time. Right. Exactly. Then they realized over time, just like you said, People started to realize how important it was. One bad snap could lose any game. Yeah, I guess. One bad play can ruin any game. But anyway, now teams have not only trained and recruited true long snappers, but they even offer scholarships because of the importance of the position. Isn't that insane? <laughs> That's insane. I've I just been like- drafted. I've, I actually have a scholarship. Full <laughs> ride. Really? What are you playing? Football. No, that's pretty sweet. What position? Uh, I throw the ball to the kicker guy so he can kick it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but then wow. they say, okay, what are you making? I'm making 1.2. Oh, shit. Okay. And you basically, like I said, you can't make contact with the long snapper. So you can, Beach. They, you, can't line up, you can't line up against them. Right. But after they snap it, you're allowed to. Okay. Yeah, I looked into that as well because on they, field they goals are, too, on field goals as well. That I don't know. I'm more. I think I was focused on the punt. The punt. I know they can. Oh, probably field I, goals too. And I realized because if you do anything to impede their motion, you can fuck up their their release. That's probably why. But in okay, center, well, like the center hutting to the QB, like the one snapping to the QB, the center. Do they are you allowed to line up against them there? Yeah. I don't think so. Can someone make contact with a snapper? On a field goal. I don't think you can. I've seen flags through this like so many times. There it says right here, Beach. I got it. Yeah. Unlike college, okay. NFL rules do not provide for a set period of time after the snap before the long snapper can be engaged by the defense. So you can attack the snapper anytime, but no defensive player can line up directly in front of the long snapper when the offense is in kick formation. Interesting. Yeah, is, so they can't line up there, but the second that ball's out of their hand, they're no longer, you know, in a in a situation that could get their hand fucked up because that would be lame if the defense, like whoever's covering that long snapper would just put his hand out and boom, loose ball. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst. Like literally, <laughs> right before the snap, you'd have to like keep dodging. You're right. So I they say, like okay, this, leave him yeah. alone, but you can go after him right after he releases the ball. That is a, a bizarre rule to me. Uh Man, we've gone, we've just covered so much ground in the, in the, in the, like the tertiary spot of kicking. 
in football. Man, any position, if you if you break it down, it's way more difficult than we think because we watch a guy punt a ball, who cares? But there's a lot of stuff gone into that. There's a lot of practice, a lot of reps, a lot of uh, oh, timing and all that stuff, right? Special, special teams is important, 100%. I'm not saying that. Special teams can win. Or, it may not win you a game, but it can lose you a game. I think it's one of those one of those important plays in a game that can cost you a game. Um, sorry, what did I say? It can win you a game, but it won't lose you a game. Does that make sense? We'll start over? No, don't say it again. Um, <laughs> it can't win you a game, but it can lose you a game. Yes, that's what it is. Thank you. Well, if you I watch said that, punch I said it, that previously, and I, I, I somehow I'd have to listen, to listen to it back. I just I was yeah. watching you struggle, so I thought I'd just jump in with a little life preserver there. And it's just Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks. I appreciate that. That um, was like me saving you with Dave that one time, I remember. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Once yeah. or twice. I think it was more than once, to be honest. <laughs> well, once live, I'll say. Once in front of people. That's oh, just wow. some house cleaning stuff, Beach, from last week that I wanted to bring up. No, that's good. You brought up some interesting stuff. Yeah. So it's all that's you. Good. It's all you now, man. Okay. Um, obviously, March Madness is going on. Everyone feels really shitty about their bracket because I think maybe 5% of it's correct. Um, so I really want to talk about, um, are there really upsets during March Madness? Mm. And I know this seems like an odd question, and I'm probably going to ruin it for a lot of people when I give my opinion. But Jay, what do you think? Is there, is when a, when a, well, I'll just give you an example. When an eight seed beats a, a four seed or a three seed or even a one seed, is, is that generally an upset? What do you think? I never, I never thought of that until you said it just the way you did. Um, but like, look at Oral Roberts. They're a 15 mm-hmm. seed. They are strictly graded against the fact that they have a 15 next to their name. That's right. it. Right. I personally don't have time when I'm doing my bracket to look in to see, okay, what's their record? And is their record shitty because they're playing against different teams? Like it's all relative. I don't know how that seeding works. Maybe you know more about it, but I think most of us, when we look at our brackets, we're saying, okay, we got a two and a 15. The two is going to win. We don't know how they became a 15. They could have gotten fucked over by an injury. Who's now he's back and he's going to be in there. So he might, they may not be a 15. We don't know who they're playing against. I don't know how that whole U S system works. So I used to think there was because my bracket was pretty much one, two, three, four, making it to the final four. That's how I did it. I had ones always making it and twos right. and threes and fours. So I got fucked over, obviously. Do you know more about that stuff? And what do you think? Yeah, I mean, usually generally they, they, they'll see the, the teams that play in the power conferences with better records higher than obviously the teams that aren't in the power conferences, right? Like not the ACC or not the Big Ten or the Big East. You know, those teams will generally be seated higher if they have pretty good records over the teams and not so not as well-known conferences right but like i said last week there are a lot of really bad division one teams that are well known that are well known can you give me an example of a bad number one seed in this tournament or a bad number two seed i can't give you a bad number one or two seed I, i i'm not saying those are bad teams i'm not saying that but i'm saying what i'm saying is that 15 or 14 seed is actually better than most people think because so I think, sorry, Beach, go ahead. No, no, it's because they they have a really good record in their conference. They've won their conference, but the teams may not have generally been that strong, but they probably blew those teams out during the regular season. So coaches will look at this and, they, you know, they'll rank their teams and they'll say, well, you know, this team, they didn't really play anyone this year. But when you look at it, they're actually better than you think. And then they match up pretty well with, a one or a two or a three seed and they're giving them a run for the money and probably beating them. So like, are there upsets in March Madness? Absolutely. For sure there is. Right. But there are some upsets. So I'm like, 
I watched that game and that team was just flat out better than them. <laughs> yeah, like but that, that could be that could just be that one game. Yeah, but I mean if you're better than them, you're better than them. Like it's an eye test. Like you know what I mean? Like you could be you better can, than them that day. Like Yeah, but you could be better than them. Like I, I like there are games I watch where I'm like, if they played them ten times, they're probably winning eight of those games. Interesting. Like Illinois lost yeah. because they were a worse team or they had an off day. I think they were the worst team. I watched that wow. game. Wow. I thought they were worst team. And like people like Nat had picked them to go pretty far in her bracket. So did won. I. I'm not going to lie. So did they I. won two years ago. But I, I explained to Nat, I was like, did you know that they lost like two of their starters to the NBA like the previous year? She's just like, well, that's kind of important. And I was like, yeah, that's very important. So why are they still a one seed then? Well, they uh, because they, they had a decent year. But like I said, like that was a horrible matchup for them. That team was good. They were good. And they just got flat out outplayed. Yeah, it wasn't even close. No, it wasn't even close. Ohio so, State got destroyed. And yeah, Ohio first State round. was Ohio State was like that is one where I'd say, yeah, that's actually a pretty big upset. Like they were a two seed. Yeah. And they play Michigan who's who's pretty good. Michigan uh, State, probably no. Oh no, they played Michigan no. before the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Before the tournament. Um they played Michigan tough, like very tough. And Michigan is for sure a good team, but I would say, I mean, I would say maybe half of those upsets, I'm using quotations, um, are not upsets. It's great so, for TV. It's great for fans. But unfortunately, I hate to root it for some of you. It, they just aren't upsets. So, and I, the reason why I think you're right, and I've never, ever thought about this, is because there's a reason why a bracket is never, ever, ever perfect. It's because right. it's never, okay, like in any other sport... Uh, I'm trying to think where seating is super important. Hockey, tennis, it's always one, two, three, four in the quarters. Mm -hmm. Very, very rarely is there a top 20, uh, someone outside the 20s, rarely are they in the quarters. Rarely right. are they in the semis, I should say. But in the fact that someone, Warren Buffett offers a million dollars for a perfect bracket tells you that there's just zero way. There's so much parity that you cannot predict it. And the fact that I'm curious to see. Like, look at Loyola Chicago back in 2018. Right. I don't know what they were seeded, but they were above 10th seed. Yeah. And they made it to the Sweet 16. And I think we've already lost We've already lost a one seed, a two, probably a couple two seeds. And they didn't even make it past the second round. Exactly. So to answer your question, absolutely. There are no real upsets. I just think the seeding is completely thrown off. Oh, yeah. And in their defense, you cannot seed that fairly or perfectly. You're really... You're really doing your best to see them because you can't, based off the information that you do have, you can't put them ahead of like a team that's been in a really, really tough conference and they've come out on top. Like you just can't. But those that's teams, why man. College, oh. That's why college ball is so exciting. Whether oh. it's football or basketball, every team has a chance every single time. Absolutely. And I mean, we should talk about this another time, but this is why college athletes should get paid. They bring in millions and millions of dollars in revenue women's and men's and the fact they don't see a dime of it by the time they graduate is embarrassing that might be time for another topic so the counter argument of that is okay they're doing it to get paid next year or the year no. the year after that they're on a they're on a stage to perform for free in order to be discovered and handpicked to then make millions at the nba level Yes, they're also not like, what are the fees? Are they incurring any fees when they're playing on a scholarship, playing basketball? What are they losing out in terms of income? 
Well, they're, they're missing out on everything because the university is using their number, using their name to sell merchandise. Yep. And I they agree. are not seeing, and they're not seeing a penny from it. And how many of those guys are actually going NBA? So it's not a guarantee that they're seeing. Would the quality diminish Beach if we start paying them? No, no. You don't think at all? Because you're literally paid. saying you're 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 literally putting in a stipulation, which I agree with, which would be you have to graduate university in order to see a single dime. That will encourage players a to stay longer in university, play four years, which will probably also guarantee them. It's sorry, it will guarantee them edu- an education. You're gonna, so you're saying you have to stay the full four years in order to Correct. get the MBA? Or Correct. in order to get paid? No, to get paid, to, to see revenue. Well, then after the second year, they're going to be like, uh, NBA just called, see ya. Yeah, and that's great for the guys that are that good. But if you're not, like, you know, think about those guys that aren't going NBA. Not even pro ball in Europe, where you can make good money as well. They're yeah, I saw like, something. I, the more stuff that I see about the fact that the college athletes are essentially just pawns for the university to make money off of them. 100%. I get it. I get it. 100%. And then I see the other side, not as much, but I do see the other side where it's like, okay, yeah, we've paid for you to be here. You're not paying a cent to get a free, you're getting a free education. Yeah, but you're paying me because I'm I'm good enough to be paid to be here. Not everyone's benefiting from that. Yeah. Right? Oh, in terms I, of what? Bench players and stuff? Well, just scholarships. Like no one's, not everyone gets a scholarship. The best players get the scholarship. Usually. How many, usually, like, let's look at, uh, let's look at Michigan right now. How many of those? eight or nine. Eight out or nine? of the. 12? How many are... Okay. I mean, those other four, just leave. I'm playing devil's advocate here, man. No, I know. Those other four that aren't getting a scholarship. The other four that aren't getting a scholarship. They want to be part of a team. Like, that would be amazing. Okay, then why would they need to get money? Why would they need to get paid? Because they're part of a a, a team that is bringing in... Are they making any money for that? Are those those bench warmers making any cash from Michigan? So those those 9, 10, 11, 12 guys are extremely important. They're extremely important for practice to get the the starters ready to go, the second five ready to go. If somebody Mm -hmm. goes down with an injury, they're stepping in. Those guys are huge. You've played on teams. You you know this. I'm not I know you're playing devil's advocate, but I am totally every single person counts on that team. I mean, I played at a level, I stopped playing when it got real serious. Like, if you think about high school, those guys who are, I mean, (laughs) not to insult anyone here, but after the seventh guy, eight, nine, and (laughs) ten, they're really not any use in high school. Let's talk about those guys. In high school, fair. Number nine and number ten who don't see minutes, they see minutes in the last minute and a half of the game. Those guys. Our team was a little different. Our team. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a bit of an exception. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But at my school, anyways. um, Yeah. They were, you know what they were in practice? They were awesome. To guard, they were awesome when they guarded me. I loved when the ninth and 10th guy were trying to cover me because right. even though I wasn't that great, I felt great when those guys were on me. I was always See, on the floor, the first guy on the floor. Okay, no, I got this guy. They're like, what is his name? We don't even know what that guy's name is. Yeah, See, no, that's I got him. I'd say, Pat's like, you couldn't hide because we had like, you know, 11, 12 guys that could play at Carlton. You couldn't hide like, you know, Bernie or like, Pat Ross, like those guys would light you up or kick the shit out of you. Like there was no hiding. Like, yeah. A non-starter. It was equally as threatening. It's still yeah, true. It's still absolutely, true. Right. Now so, that, that would apply. Would that apply at the NBA or NCAA level? Like is oh, the I gap for sure. Yeah. NBA for sure. But let's look yeah. at guys number nine and 10 on the Michigan. Let's just keep using Michigan on their okay. bench. Numbers nine and 10. They won't see minutes. Probably the entire March madness. Right. Are they even close to keeping up with the rest of the guys? Probably like they're there for a reason. 
Like they're not dog shit. Like they're there for a reason. They're there to fill the practice. They're there yeah. to fill spots on the. But practice. I mean, some guys make a huge jump. Like you know, they get a couple seniors that graduate. A couple guys make a huge jump. They improve. Like you, you just never know. You just never know. But if they made that team, like it's not. That's still not an easy team to make. I look at those guys, you know, sometimes shoot and shoot around or even when their ones going nuts with the towels, they're always bone yeah. dry because they're never going <laughs> to see any minutes. They're always the fun, good guys that are number one cheerleaders on the team. Love yeah. those guys. Love those guys. Uh, but they know they're not going to see the floor. And to be honest with you, they're probably too fucking scared to see the floor. There's but times where they're okay. probably hoping that's they don't okay. get picked. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, that's okay. That. Yeah. You want to like, pay those guys? You want to pay those guys? Yes. Just think about like, okay, just like, let's go to work, right? You're going to have like your superstar, like a, we'll just say like a sales team. You're going to have your superstars that are like really good at like selling and like killing numbers. Then you have like your, your like B players that like aren't superstars. They're not crushing the sales, but they sell just like the perfect amount, but you never have to worry about them. Their service is on point. Like you're, you're always going to have like the better players the not so great players, and then like the bottom bottom end players on any team. What about a pay scale based on minutes played? Sure, like I would yeah, do that. You got to figure it out. Like so not zero minutes should... played would be how much? Right. Okay. So I'm okay with <laughs> no, like I'm a, kidding, I'm kidding. no. Uh, you're right. I'm okay with an algorithm where it's like minutes played, um, money brought into the school. So like actually jersey sales. Has someone actually bought your jersey? If they can monitor um, that, for sure, for sure. Yeah, something like that. Like there's got to be a lot of factors that go into this. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, part of me is like, okay, listen, you're you're the number one jersey sale in the NCAA. I think that recognition enough means you're going to get millions in a year right. or two. There's your reward. Right. So I see that. Part of me sees that. But then we look at the fringe guys who might <laughs> be six guy off the bench. They do right. deserve to get money because they put in a lot of time. They put in a lot of effort. And they should get like the base, like a rookie contract equivalent, like just enough so that they're getting by and not being taken advantage of. I get that. But you know, part of me is, you know, you're not, you're getting a free education. That's, that's, yeah. that's a lot of cash for sure. And education Absolutely. these days in the, in the States, I don't know, but probably somewhere between five, 10 K a year for tuition. I assume. I think and it's they stayed, way more than that. Like let's it's assume insane. it's 10 K let's assume. Yeah. Okay. It's probably yeah. more, but let's say 10 yeah. for the math. Four mm -hmm. years there. You're that's 40,000 handed to you. Not a lot of right. money, but and dorms, you're not paying for you're not paying for your dorms. It's all taken care of. Anyway, yeah, huge topic that literally just destroyed one of our topic slots, right? You now. know what? We should that was a good topic though. Like, should that was actually really good? Should NCAA mm -hmm. athletes get paid? Yeah, no, that was good. You say I, I doubt, of, it sounds I like doubt we'll get a lot of no, no. Um, I'm never a fence sitter, so I don't want to be. But okay. I just for the sake of conversation, if I had, to, I'm going to be in the minority and say, listen, I. I don't think they need it, but I also don't know behind the scenes what's going on. Right. You could just not do it. If you don't want to do that and all that work and not get paid, just don't do it. But mm. then I decide of like, okay, if you're bringing in so much money to the university, see there, I, as I say it, I'm like, they're paying you back by giving you free tuition, giving you free everything, treating like royalty. But again, only the top two, three athletes are getting that royalty treatment, right? The other ones are getting ignored. So I'm, I'm going to close this out, but I know you and I've known you for most of my life. You like money. If you know, Hold if you on. look at this Wait school, a second. I like money? You love money. Do you like money? I love money. I love okay. money. Let's let's do a poll question. Oh, I already did. <laughs> Everyone answered yes to okay. me. I love money. So, okay. And you find out 
this school or this motherfucker is making this much money off me after four years and I'm not seeing a cent of that, you're not going to be pissed off and want, want a piece of that? Yeah, that's a good point. Bullshit. Exactly. Moving on. I agree. Uh, yes, uh, college athletes should be paid. And what, what did we start with? We started with... <laughs> <laughs> we started with March Madness. Long snapper? Oh, are they, yeah, March Madness. Are there actually upsets? Well, listen, when it comes to the upsets, technically on paper, yes, upsets, because a, a 12 is be, uh, 15 is beating a 2. Technically, that's an upset. But in fact, if you were to lay all these teams out, you don't know who's going to beat who. So I wouldn't yeah. say it's an upset. I, I agree, agree with you. I agree. Uh, curious about that getting paid thing. I, I guarantee you, if we if we were to like ask around... You ask a hundred people, I'd say should colleges get should college athletes get paid? College athletes get paid? I, you're going to get over eighty percent that say yes, they should. For I sure. think so too. You'd have to be a bit a of an question. asshole. You'd have to be an asshole to say no. Honestly, yeah, I'd be the only one saying it because I'm trying to see the other sides. There's those three things like free tuition, free recognition, and uh, just get don't don't go there. But stupid argument that last one. Absolutely, stupid, another stupid argument. I agree. Next topic uh let's stay on basketball okay let's try to make this one quick because we're already destroyed for time <laughs> um easy answer one word answer then we'll talk about it should the okay. nba three-point line be shifted further away no reason because it was stupid no um <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good landed good um like why why no just keep it where it's at it's it's doing fine you keep moving it forward you keep moving it back just stay consistent keep it where it is are they actually talking about moving it back nope okay um yeah no no there would be no reason for it to move back to be moved back um if they're moving it back because of damian lillard and steph curry that's stupid because only those two guys are those two guys are like the best two of the best shooters ever greatest shooters ever no keep it where it's at that's what i say you don't find threes less exciting because they're pretty no. much, what are they shooting for? What's the average? What's the three-point shooting percentage from three-point line right now? Average? I would say it's below 40% for sure. Average three-point, I mean. I'm going to say 38%. Um, it's claiming that it's 14%. Average? No, it's three-point attempts. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty shit. That's pretty low. I'm going to say 38%. Yeah, they're saying anything above 400 is good. I, I'll look at it when you give me your next point. I'll look it up. But sure. to me, it's just the fact that the shot's becoming a little bit easier. That's raised the the idea in my head. I've actually gotten a few texts from people who are, I would I would call them more fringe basketball fans, not hardcore basketball fans, but enough that would watch the All-Star game, enough that noticed how easily half-court shots are being taken now. Someone said five points for a shot from half. Would you give a team... Five points for shots from half. No. Half court. No. Picture going to the Y, Beach. Picture going to YMCA to play pickup basketball, and you're playing against a bunch of 18 to 25-year-old kids, and the new rule is you get five points for a shot from half. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, all they're going to do is shoot from half. <laughs> yep. That would be the, I'm walking away from that game immediately, <laughs> not playing. <laughs> Listen, I'm already... I, when I, I mean, when I was playing like a few years ago, I was already finding it really irritating to play pickup ball nowadays. Everything, what's the most popular shot right now? When you go to a gym and you play with guys that aren't the greatest, they dribble the ball up. What do you think they do first? Uh, 
like when they dribble the ball up, they go through their legs probably a few times and, and then, dribble 15 times. They do a James Harden. Yep. Step back three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's fun, right? Isn't that fun? No. Nope. It's fun to be six foot five standing in the paint, watching <laughs> your point guard who you've never met before at a gym, walk up with the ball, do a bunch of hand gestures with his other hand like he wants you to run something or <laughs> run through the key or get open. And all he's doing is staring at the ground, dribbling, and he just a pull up three. And he makes maybe 40% of them. <laughs> so what does him making 40% mean? It means he's going to do it again. Mm. And it means it's the least enjoyable type of basketball. So that's what my friend and I were talking about and how yeah. that has taken over. Can you imagine if they start adding, okay, a, th a second three-point line that's worth four points, then half court, which is five points. These are all gimmicks. They're never going to happen. They but I think know. the one that is possible is they move out the three-point line a foot. No. Why? Why? To though? make it a more difficult shot. No. You don't need to. It's already a difficult shot with a hand in your face. Already. I don't know that. Yeah, for some. But Beach. So they're shooting 40. The NBA is shooting 46% from just two-point range. That's including everything. Okay. I can't find a three-point percentage, but no. It's stupid. It's, it's stupid. Do not push it back. Uh, by the way, I want to hear about this, This like, your point guard. Like, when you meet him, is he like, hey, man, James Harden, James Harden Jr.? Like, does he think he's like the man? No, but you know the guy. I'm, I'm making this guy up. But tell me, you've encountered this guy at the Y or even at Carlton After Hours or something. I don't really. I, see, this is the thing. I, I've never really played bad basketball. I, I, I avoid putting myself in those situations. Like, you've never gone to the sportsplex with a buddy? Or yes, never, we've gone to the sportsplex, but I like our games were like, weren't with idiots. Like, because like lucky. I, I just refuse to play with idiots. Like I used to play with like Jaffeth and like Abe Tunkara and like Willie, Paul Joseph. Like those guys were like those guys were all about just like balling and like trying to win a game. You know what I mean? Like I was always playing older, above my age category. So I never really ran into like scrub ball. The YMCA. I remember going once with like Scott Gaffield and his dad, and the fight broke out. Jeez, that was really? kind of crazy. Yeah, he had like uh, Scott Caffield's dad had somebody in a headlock who was like feeding him like <laughs> Nolan Ryan and Robin Ventura. Oh, um, geez, where he just waits and then turns and let, just give them movies in the head. He's just like hitting him on the head. Um, but like, and that was probably the worst basketball I probably ever played. But like, no, I really avoided that my whole life. Like, I've been very lucky. I'm not gonna lie. I think one time we played like a Friday night basketball at Carlton just just cause, um, mm -hmm. and that was probably my second worst pickup game I've ever played in my life. Other than that, I avoided it completely. Okay, so three. But point I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Three point attempts over the last five years. Okay, mm -hmm. three point attempts: twenty seven percent, then twenty nine percent, then thirty two, thirty four, and now thirty four point eight. So it's gone up about 7% over the last five years. And in terms of percentage, in the last three years, 36%, uh, 35.5%. Okay, three years ago, it was 35.5. Then 35.8. Now 36.7%. That's pretty so, close. That's pretty close. Well, you're saying, sorry, they're 36% shooting, 36.7% shooting from three. And what's the average for just free uh, regular shots? 46. 46.5. So it's 
yeah. 10% different. Mm-hmm. Do you not think that for one, for an extra point, it should be harder than just 10% hard? Like do that math in your head quickly. And you're like, it's 10% harder to do that shot, but you get an extra point. Doesn't it sound like all we should do is shoot threes? Law of averages would tell you we take 20 of those versus 20 free, th- 20 regular shots. We're going to make 10% less, but there's 1%, one point for each. You know what I'm saying? It almost yeah. sounds like all you do is just shoot threes and you'll be better. Uh, yeah. Ask Houston Rockets about that. Uh, against <laughs> what, the Warriors. seven game losing streak? <laughs> <laughs> who, um, who, no, I uh, guess the Warriors in the playoffs, what, missed like 28 consecutive three pointers in the playoffs? Ask them about that stat. How'd they it's, deal with that? It's just, so it's he, interesting that it's not, I just don't know that it's, um, for 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 being an extra sh- an extra point, and AKA fifty percent more valuable than a, than a regular shot, it's only ten percent harder. That's the math. It's fifty percent more points for ten percent more difficulty. Listen, Not to become, go nerdy on you here. No, that's fine. You're you, you're you, like you're going into analytics, which. No, I won't go any further then. Don't ever say that word around <laughs> me. I do not like that. But it's basic math. Like why anyone who's going to come up to you who doesn't follow necessarily the sport and say, well, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I just shoot 23s? You're, yes. discredit, you're discrediting like really good three-point shooters. It is hard to be a 40% three-point shooter in the NBA from the distance it's at. Oh, totally. Like an NBA, you've shot an NBA three and I have two. It is miles away from it's like a high away. school three, even, sure. a, even a college three. Absolutely. But again, they have a lot of free time to do that. That's why they're in the gym. So did Shaq. How did Shaq turn out at the free throw line? <laughs> he knew he didn't need to do that. He didn't need it. He didn't need it. Uh, no, I don't. No, don't push it back. Keep it where it's at. It's it, like you start messing with things like that in the game. They moved it forward like three years, um, like 96, 97, 98. They moved and, it like, forward. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Why were they doing that? I don't know. There was, yeah, I don't know. Kerr shot like 52% from three. It was just, it was stupid. I They just need to keep it where it's at. It's the perfect distance. Stop playing with it. And plus you can't move it back because the corner, there's no room as it is. I know. So it'd be, it'd be further away at no, the top. No, no, they would do it. They would keep it the same distance at the side and they would make right. it kind of go taller at the, at the top of the key. So they would just go to the baseline anyways and shoot three. So you're, you're, you're. Your it's already closer. It's already isn't it already closer to shoot a baseline three? I think it is. Yeah, it's not the same distance as shooting from the top of the key. Yeah, I, it probably isn't. Like if you look at the big jump was from 1986 to 1987. It went from a 28 percent shot to hit from three mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. to a 30 percent. Like it jumped two percent. That's one of the biggest jumps. Well, yeah, because they just they never shot threes. Like you watch those like. Lakers Celtics series like I think the uh, Danny Ainge and Larry Bird were like some of the only guys that shot threes but even they didn't shoot it that much there was 4.7 and then 4.7 percent of shots were threes four percent I just remember magic coming up the floor and his man was like in the key and he's just like looking to pass not even looking to shoot passes it to the wing they kick it into Kareem hook shot down at the other like it was just like it was just the same basketball the guy would never cover magic and he's just at the top of the key <laughs> do you know what year the uh three-point line was invented uh i'm gonna say sometime in the semi i'm gonna say 19 uh 19 no actually no 1982 there was jordan didn't have a three-point line 
So I'm going to say 1984? Uh, 79. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were close. Damn Not it. Not close. Okay. Not at all. Five years. Wow. Yeah, no. So in, I'm, yeah, I would like to not see it move. I'd like to see it the same. You'd like uh, to see it move. I'm indifferent, but if they say, hey, should we move this out? I'd say, yeah, sure. Let's make it harder. Mm. Interesting. Just okay. to see less threes drop. Like now it's just almost, you know, just, just for the sake of it. Okay. That might be a poll question as well. Nah, it's, it's such a gimmicky one, eh? It is very gimmicky. Okay, you're up. Uh, um, I want to talk about the NCAA women's weight room. Did you hear about this, Jack? Yeah, the power of the power <laughs> of social media, right there, right? Eh? So, for those of you who don't know, um, both the NCAA uh, women's basketball and men's basketball tournaments started last week, um, and they're in a bubble. So the men's were the men's teams basically got a state of the art strength and conditioning area. And what do I mean state of the art? It was, it is massive. They have about like 26 powerlifting platforms. They have a thousand dump, different dumbbells. They have all types of bumper plates, plyo boxes to do like box jumps. You it's pretty much where all those weights went in from Canada. They, when we <laughs> exactly. were trying to buy stuff at Fitness Depot this, That's this where pandemic, it, it all went there. NCAA yeah. was like, nope, purchasing first <laughs> in stock. Um, so anyways, ridiculous. Looks beautiful. The, women's, the women showed up and what they got were a stack of yoga mats <laughs> and... A dumbbell rack up to 30 pounds. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's just so, it's such a demonstration of inequality. It's unbelievable. It's so, so, so sad. Right? So they didn't stop there. So. Sorry, sorry. I interrupted you. A no, pile okay. of yoga mats and what? And a weight tree up to 30 pounds base of dumbbells. Okay. So literally five, tens, fifteens, twenties, twenty-five, thirties, and that's it. One those are set. usually like, no one touches those unless every other dumbbell is used. Correct. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have those at Good Life. Nobody touches those unless dust. they're like There is dust resource. on those. I hate okay. using them because my fingers always get caught in them. They're just not, they make no sense. And they go missing all the time. Oh, they're never lined up. Like the three, it's always a three matched up with a seven or an eight. Yes. And it's yes. just, they're all different shapes. I remember I grabbed, I grabbed them once and I had like a 25 and 30. I'm like, man, my left. <laughs> you are jacked on the left. <laughs> It's so much stronger than the right. Okay, so then the NCA came in and said, well, they didn't come out and say, we apologize, and this will be fixed immediately. They came out and said, well, the reason why we didn't do that was because we didn't have enough room. That was no excuse number one. So what did they, the girls do, which they rightly should have done? They recorded all this room of an empty area where they could have easily, easily loaded up Power, like squat racks, bumper plates, everything the guys got. So then the NCAA finally came in and said, we dropped the ball. We apologize. We're going to get this fixed ASAP. And the It's women, funny how quickly PR reacts to bad right? PR. But they didn't react the first time. That's what's funny about this. They didn't react the first time. They said, we didn't have enough space. And then but they then I think out. the person that said that statement said it and they're like yeah i think we're good and his boss or someone else is like what the fuck did you just say because that just bought us 24 hours i honestly think they used it to buy themselves 24 hours or something i don't know either way stupid now, stupid they fixed it the women got what they deserved they got what they wanted 
And I'm extremely happy for them. I'm especially happy for them speaking up. And I just can't believe in 2021, this is still a problem. Like, wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Men and women are equal. And this is completely unacceptable. And I hate calling for people's jobs. But whoever the fuck is running that and let that happen needs to go. An example needs to be set. That's my thoughts on it. So let's clarify their location. Are they all in Indianapolis? Like, is the whole bubble in Indianapolis? I don't know if the women are. Okay. Um, but are they sharing a bubble, the men and women? No way. I don't Two think different so. bubbles? Uh, okay. Because I know the men are playing in Indianapolis. I believe. Right. I believe they are. And uh, yeah, this is, this is scary. And if we didn't have social media, shout out to uh, our best buddy. Without social media, you know what? This doesn't get done. This doesn't get done because there's no proof of it. If you right. take that away, the power, I think the only thing I saw on the after beach was I didn't see the empty room that they showed that was empty. I saw a, a tweet from a female player who said, the power of social media, look what suddenly has arrived. And she's panning a massive room, right, right. but it has weights all in it now, like a massive amount of weights. It reminded me of the OAC out in the East End here in Ottawa. That I don't know if you've been to that gym, Beach. It's I pretty ancient. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I haven't seen it, no. It was massive. Like, the amount of space in between the machines was huge. Oh, and I th- that's right, because it's social distance. Oh, they don't have to be socially distanced with each other, do they? I guess if every team is shared, is it, sh- is it shared by every team? It's shared it by be. every team. It's shared by every team. Um, I think they still are practicing it and they are wearing masks just cause, but they're getting tested like four times a day. So, so how about that case that snuck in? Was it VCU? Yeah. I, th- I think it was VCU and, uh, Oh, oh there's boy. a second one. Well, that's, that was a game that got canceled. Oh, the, or- was it was Oregon. That, I want to say yeah. it was Oregon got through VCU. How do you get a positive test after p- testing negative on the way into the bubble? You know what? No it one has been gone. In- it could have been in the system by the time he got there. It could have been anything. I don't know. I, I, that's I, something I would look up for my own personal because if if I, we want someone to come to our house and they say, I'll get a COVID test before and they get it. And then right. three days later, they somehow are infected. How does that happen? Like, does it take a while to show up on you? Anyway, that was crazy and really sad um, that Oregon advanced on that. But geez, all that work, all that work. And the day before your game or the day <laughs> of your game, not happening. That poor guy. Um, they, so I heard apparently it didn't reveal the identity of the individual. No, for they're the sake keeping it confidential. Yeah, yeah, that is smart. Yeah, um, the women are in Kentucky, Lexington, uh, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Good job bringing that up, Beach. Uh, it's not really a topic for questioning. Obviously, I'm completely in alignment with what you said. It's it's it was just, an easy one. It's so tiring. It's so tiring to constantly have to. It's like when you get a new employee. And they just keep making the same mistake over and over. And you have to say, uh, actually, you have to do this. Like I told you 10 times. And it's like they had to be told, oh, don't forget, women are actually here too. Like, what are you doing? How are that, you making the, the same mistake again? How are you not? Uh, do women need to lift weights? You, yes. <laughs> I. It's just so insulting. Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to go back to it. But like, <laughs> how? Go ahead, go ahead. Looked at, who looked at that and said like, oh, yeah, they like, this is fine. This will do. Like who's who made that decision? I just I don't get it. And, and it's the so no insulting. Room, the, the yoga no mats. Room, the no the, room. Yeah, the, that's just like, stereotypical. 
like I there's a lot I do yoga. There's a lot of guys that do yoga. You could name a few, I'm sure. Like I think everyone I, does except me, to be honest with you. It's <laughs> it's actually not a gender thing whatsoever. Maybe it started right? off so. as women doing more yoga, but I think everyone does it now. Hockey players crave it. They can't get enough of it. For sure. Their hips, man, absolutely. Opens them up. I absolutely. think it's the worst. I could go off on yoga and how it is. I know. It's, it's, it's good for you, though, man. It's, I've heard it's amazing. I've tried it now, I think, two more times, Beach. I tried it once. I tried hot yoga. Awful. Never again. I tried it <laughs> twice now in the basement with my wife. Awful. I can't do it. I think it's just, I don't question its effectiveness, but I'm so bored. I need heavy weight. I need intensity. I need no rests. I need, I don't want to hold the same position for 25 seconds. I want to do another one for, I want to do five seconds. You know what I'm saying? It's just not me. Anyway, uh, do we have time for another one? Yeah, you go. Last one. Mm. Finish off strong. Should I let you pick? No. Sure. I should call out one thing actually I forgot to do. When you talked about the poll question about the field goal kickers, mm-hmm. You said 71% of people agree, disagreed with Jay that field goal kicking is easy. And 71% of you said, it's very, very, very hard. Mm-hmm. And I heard that the other day and I started laughing because I said, I didn't, I didn't say it wasn't like, I, where did you get that term of very, very, very hard? No one said that. Did they? Yeah, I said, it's I the did. easiest. And I said, I said, it's very hard. So you're thinking all 71% of people said it was very, very, very hard. So what would that mean quarterback is? Very, 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 very hard. Is 71% said it was hard. No, go back and listen to it. Right. You you threw me under saying. Probably. You made made it sound like it was the most difficult position in all of sports. It's more difficult than you think. Because you were like, man, I could do it. Like, give me some time to practice. I could do it. Easily. I could. Listen, if you say mm. in one year, you have an NBA spot to be a field goal kicker, not that I'd ever live in the States. Let's assume I was okay with living in the States. I would say, okay, give me one year. I guarantee you I would stay in the league for years. I love you, man. And like, I, I, I would pull for you, but you couldn't do it. Tell me why. You cannot walk off. You cannot walk out of your basement right now. For and one year? Become a field one goal kicker. year of training. Team Tebow thought he could Six become a months. baseball player. Tim okay, Tebow. Okay, a baseball okay? player. Nope. Hold on. No, nope. nope. Tim Tebow is a good athlete, way better athlete than you are. He way better. left football and said, I'm going to become a professional baseball player. How did that turn out? So you're Michael saying- Michael Jordan, the greatest athlete of all time, arguably, left basketball after years and thought he could go play triple A baseball and Major League Baseball. And how did that work out? Like- no, I'm sorry. You you would you cannot do that. Not right now, especially. You're 39, correct? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no chance. How old is Crosby? Your kicker? Exactly. So I'm sorry. Uh, how, Mason Crosby, who's yeah. been doing it his entire life. How, how old is he? It doesn't matter. He's been doing his entire hey, life. Hey Google. <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> he's, about, he's, he's probably a, he's close to 40. But close to 40. It. He's north of 40. Yeah, he's probably like 42 or something. Uh, yeah, shaving he's been around years forever. on. But you're comparing yourself to a guy who's been in the league for 20 no. years? No, 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 no. You're, you, so my age is not him. a factor. My age is not a factor. The fact that you're comparing a basketball player leaping into baseball as the same as me 
going from Joe Schmo to field goal kicker is not a fucking parallel. Not it's even professional close. sports. It's professional sports. Field goal kicking is on a professional sports team, but you have one skill, one. And yeah. I'm telling you, I can bring, okay, how about what's easier? Teaching someone to drive an ass car or teaching someone to kick field goals? They're both not easy. They're just Joe Schmo, me and you. We say, okay, let's say they do an experiment and someone says, okay. This is going to have to be our last topic, but yeah, I know it's, it's blowing right through my other topic, but that's okay. We can save those. Okay. Someone comes up to you and says, I'll give you a million dollars. If you can become a professional NASCAR driver or a field goal kicker in one year, what do you choose? What would you choose? Yes, because I have no interest. That's Which a one? horrible Which one? example. Which one? I have no interest in, in race car driving. You know this. So okay, why would I want to do this? 50 million. Me? They're going to give you 50 million. So fuck the whole I would Which take one less I money to go in the NFL. <laughs> I have no interest in okay. race car driving. Okay. I Which was extremely be... disappointed when you brought that up as a first topic. Take That's a Joe Schmo. I know. Take a Joe Blow off the street. Okay. Which one do you think you can get him to be good at f- quicker? Race car driver. You think? Yes. Versus kicking a field goal. Let's assume he has, uh, that's, it's, it's, you're right. It's tough to make that analogy because you need to know how to kick a ball. If, if I said, let's go to a football field right now. And I said, I can kick a 40 yard field goal right now. No one around, nothing. Do you think I could do it? Yeah. It'll take you, I think you miss your first few tries, but eventually you get it. Yeah. It'd take me 30 minutes to get it. Maybe, maybe 20. So you're saying an additional, one gazillion minutes to, to train in a full year. You don't think I can kick fifties? I don't, don't think, think you I could can... be a professional. Uh, I don't think you could be a professional uh, professional kicker in the NFL. Absolutely not. I genuinely think I could do it. I'm going to call all 32 teams tomorrow and say I have a kicker av- available. He's a lefty. Mm-hmm. He will take the league minimum. He needs the year. No, no, I would need the league maximum. But <laughs> oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you okay? So yeah, I want to be one of those success stories. You know, a walk on who <laughs> <laughs> makes the max. The Packers Listen, might man. need a kicker soon. Mason Crosby is getting old. Like, yeah, seriously. they're gonna get rid of their forty-two-year-old to hire a, to hire a forty-year-old off the street. <laughs> That's man. a fucking GM killer move, dude. Man, you could kick field goals easily. So kicking a field goal is so much easier than you think, Beach. Just because you can't kick them, it doesn't mean it's hard. There's so I many can kick them. I can kick. You can't them. kick I a forty. You I cannot kick, kick a forty. I uh, probably not a forty, no. No, nope. but I could kick them. I could kick a thirty. I could kick. A, I could kick anything under thirty. Am I making it a first try? No. Second try? Probably not. Third no, try? Maybe. Fourth try? I feel like you would maybe toe not. punt. I feel like you would toe punt. You have Fifth to kick try? it properly. Probably not. Sixth? Okay, Dwight. Easy, Dwight. <laughs> Seven? I could see that happening. I could see that happening. Eighth? Ninth? Okay, shout out to Mr. Schrute. Thank you very much for joining. Ten? Um, wow, I used one of my topics. Eleventh? Beach, we're still on. Twelfth? Um, I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, fuck, I forgot to bring this up. Ujiri. That case that was filed against them got dropped. I should have brought that up at another time. Did I? That was, that was a while ago, though. A no, long time was, ago. A long time. Yeah, I just, yeah. it, it needed to get. It needed to be. Said. No, no. I, I'm happy they got dropped. That rated. Was, that was rated. Greatest news. Greatest that news. That, that cop was a. He's a thief, man. Um. Uh, anyway, okay. Beach. Wait. One second on the kicker thing. One. One more thing. 
I think you also have to include the degree of pressure on you mm-hmm. because like you said you as a kicker you basically have to make three to four or four to four to five kicks to survive correct so that's the degree of difficulty because making four out of five or three out of four every game that's not easy it's not like you can go 33 percent and that's okay if that's your job it's easy no it's not Okay. What's the uh, like? How Crosby's been there for how many years? He's been there for close to Vander Jet was on his team for how many years? Like kickers are on their squads for a long time. There's maybe like not, not all. three or four, not even maybe three or four teams where they have a bit of a carousel. But the other twenty five teams have consistent kickers. False. There's like five. There's like five mainstays in the NFL, and the rest are carousels. You think that's that that few? I'd have to look yeah. at the kickers right now because because of fantasy, we know kickers' names. But like, I don't know. When you say carousel, how many years? Like, if a kicker lasts three years on a team, that's great. Is it though? Well, look at any other sport. How long do players last on any team? Well, now in the NBA, it's awful. <laughs> NBA is a bad example, but like, yeah. hockey players get tossed. They get they move around, but it's more like contract negotiations and blah blah blah. What I'm saying contracts is screw you. contracts screw you with hockey though, because you either can't be moved or they just send you down. You you don't you don't want this podcast to end. I know you want to keep talking. No, we're at, we're, we're, good. At, we're at we're at fifty five. We should, I know we you want to keep we going. Should, we should wrap up. We'll, we'll get some more topics in next week. Well, I, there's no harm in not getting to the topics because we actually had other shit to talk about. And if we need to ramble about this field goal kicker thing, how about we make a vow right now to not go there again? Okay. We're not going back. Okay. I think we established long snapper is the world's easiest position in football. We agree on that. Yeah. Field goal kicking is next, obviously. And nope. I can be in the NFL as a field goal kicker. That's kind of the <laughs> consensus we've reached. <laughs> You're such an asshole. And I think okay. you could be, yeah. you could be a, you could be a fullback. Okay, cool. I would yeah. never do that job. That'd be a terrible job. Backup fullback. Con- concussion central. Yeah. Well, also what's the injury risk for a field goal kicker as well? Uh, mm. depends if you're trying to catch the fastest athletes on the world <laughs> on a kicker turn, <laughs> it's very high. <laughs> they get a concussion from falling and the heel of the runner kicks up, up in the forehead. <laughs> it's the only time they'll get a concussion. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, Sepala sent me a video of a kicker who destroyed a punt returner. Okay. I don't remember who it was or what team, but. He met the runner who was going full speed, and he went after him, and he got him with his shoulder, almost lifted the runner, and I've put him that out. One. You've probably I've seen, seen it. One. It's like I've seen it. the fact that you've seen that means that it's it's a rare situation, and it's, oh, it's like the such only a rare one situation. It's the only one that's gone around. Uh, okay, that's good. Beach, close us out, man. That was a fun episode. Um, if you haven't done so already, please check out our social media page on Twitter at unscripted pb and instagram at unscripted pb um we do need to have more content on there we're going to work on that and get some engaging poll questions for you guys and also if you have a minute please give us a review on itunes we'd love to hear from you let us know how we're doing other than that thank you again for listening thank you for the comments the text messages the the positive feedback it's definitely much appreciated of john and i and and akbar hopefully we'll get them on soon um, and until the next episode, what about episode, next week? What about what we should be? We should let them know what's coming on Wednesday. Not a yeah. specific name, but just, uh, oh, oh fuck. Know. I'm saying everything. I might as well just say it. 
Um, <laughs> in a couple of days on Wednesday, we're going to have a special guest to chat with in in uh, in honor of Masters Week coming up. So we will have a guest and we will be talking golf from someone who's been there, done that. So we're excited to have someone on there to have another guest back. And I will be a- asking the usual I guess outlandish questions is how I'll label them. And then Beach, you can handle more of the serious questions. How's that? I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Okay, sweet. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening this week. And again, echo that feedback. Appreciate it. Beach. Black lives matter. Always. Peace out. Bye, everybody.